Hey, Amber here, MLM strategist who's worked with thousands of network marketers and top incrementers in your industry to help brand them, systemize them, and grow their downline on a global level. Founder and CEO behind the Pink Vault and Mo Excuses, and your host of Behind Her Boom podcast, providing you with proven, simple, and actionable steps to build your authority and your brand so you can stand out from those sideline sisters. Inspiring you to think big and grow to seven figures and beyond? Let's go. Welcome to this episode of Behind Her Boom Podcast. I am your host, Amber Alrafai, and I am so excited. I know, I feel like I always say that, but I am so excited for today's guests with an S. It's the first time that Behind Her Boom is hosting an episode with a him to talk about how is he involved in her boom, and we're going to nail that down. But today I have Amanda and David Barrett all the way from Nova Scotia, Canada, visiting us here on site, our first on site live podcast that's not shooted over Zoom, which is pretty exciting as well. Uh, they are also my brother-in-law and sister. We'll get into that a little bit later, or maybe not. <laughs> Most importantly, these guys are top leaders in the network marketing space. They are legacy founders. That means they're one of the very first who actually joined the business in pre-launch when they first came to Canada. That means they had a handful of products to even test and try before they started building their business. I say their business, but it wasn't actually their business in the beginning. It was all her, and we're going to talk today about how he got involved and where they are today. But right now, I want to introduce these guys. I'm super excited. They are seven-figure earners in their industry. Um, they are huge, huge in the network marketing space in the Canada side of things. And uh, today, I'm welcoming Amanda and David. Hello. Hello. How's it going, Amber? <laughs> hey, guys. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on here, and we're gonna have a chat today. Right. Um, she might have sipped a few drinks just to, you know, make, just to break the ice. <laughs> I don't know, it's five o'clock where we are from right now. So, <laughs> um, so I want to talk today a little bit about. Let's talk about this topic number one, and that's a little bit about how she got involved, how you got involved in this space. And he wasn't really a part of this. You were a social worker. Um, you, you bought a franchise. You owned a restaurant. You were doing all of those things. You got into this, kind of dug deep in, but he wasn't always part of your business or even supportive at, at that point, right? Not even a little bit. Okay. No, like, I mean, I wasn't so much supportive at the beginning. <laughs> I didn't understand what was going on. It just happened so fast. Yeah, it did, it did. Well, let's talk about in the beginning when it was like, get off the phone. What are you doing? What's yeah. that shampoo? Let's go there. Yeah. So, you know, like you said, I own the restaurant and I had just had a newborn I had a toddler he was gone for 30 days at a time you know that's usually how the oil field works and so I was home alone a lot trying to run this business and take care of the family and I was suffering from some postpartum hair loss so that's how I was introduced to the company and from that I was like okay wow this this is awesome and it was brand new so I knew I wasn't happy with what I was doing right. and I seen this opportunity to change the path I was on. So I seen something that he didn't see and I was laser focused. And then he would come home from work after being gone for a month. He wants all my attention and he, I wasn't giving it to him. I was like looking like I was like the kids, take the kids and my phone. And I'm just selling the crap out of what I'm selling. And I'm just like laser focused doing what, what I had to do because I knew that there was a light at the end of that tunnel. And it wasn't until we went to our first big corporate event right. that he really, he got it. Like he seen what we were a part of. And at that time, I mean, we were still only a couple years old. We were babies and we we're still babies. We we're only like not even eight years old um, in Canada. But he was like, okay, wow, this is, 
this is huge. We're part of something really big. That even more so than when I replaced his income, when those checks started replacing his, <laughs> was he like, wow. Now I'm, now I'm in. He no. got it. He got it. So like, I can tell you if your husband isn't really truly on board, if you can get him to an event right. to like that energy is toxic and he felt it and he met other men that were supportive. And then it just kind of, it created this like wave of like the men of Monique, we call them. And it was, it wasn't so much the event that kind of turned me. It was, it was more when I went that I seen what I was a part of. Everyone gets a whole stigma of MLMs and, and network marketing. It's pyramid schemes. It's, but you know, so the biggest piece that people miss is the fact that network marketing um, is a new way to do business. It's a different way. It's not traditional. And people always assume that, hey, you know what? It's a pyramid scheme. You won't last. Yeah. There's so many different factors. But when I went to the first event, it wasn't the company, um, what they were doing. It wasn't how successful they were being. It was the education piece that came with that. I was educated on what was happening, how things were, were moving forward. And if you're not educated in the business, you will never succeed. Right. And if you don't put yourself out there and understand what other people are doing in the industry and understand actually how the industry works, you can't explain to a dentist, <clears throat> excuse me, how a lawyer's gonna work. Yeah. You can't tell a mechanic how someone who paints houses is it's gonna work. You have to be involved in that and get educated on what it is you're actually doing. Right. Um, and, and what would you say to somebody who is kind of new and scoping it out and they want to get into that industry, but you hear it all the time. I know I'm going to ask, let me ask my husband. Let me talk to my husband about it. Not to say that you don't run everything by your, by your spouse. You know, we always say if it's not a $50 decision, it's a decision together, you know, that sort of thing. So, and you're not just investing the money, whether it's a business in a box, but you're investing your time. You're saying, Hey, listen, I want to take on this. Yeah. Maybe I work full time. I've got three kids and I, and I do the house and I do the, the cooking, but I want to take this on. So it does require a mutual decision to be made. But I think for the most part, I would say at least 80, 90% of spouses will come back and just roll their eyes at it. What do you have going on now? Not interested. Oh, sure. It's another one of your things. You know, it's a little fad. Yeah. Jump in. And they're really not on board. Even those women that are, are making making some money and, and starting to build a bit of a team, a lot of them still lack that support of a spouse. So. I'll tell you, in anything in life, if someone doesn't support what you do, it's very hard to be successful right. because then you doubt yourself. Mm -hmm. The yeah. moment you come into a type of business like this and you doubt yourself, you're already losing. Yeah. So I never say, oh, you know what? Don't talk to your husband. Don't talk to your wife. Don't talk to your partner. Just do it. If you want to do it, because... What happens is if you don't have your partner or your spouse on board, it's going to be friction the whole way through and the experience won't be the same. Right. When we first started, there was no friction. Mm. There was, I, I still supported her. Did I believe in the business? Not until I started looking at the numbers and educated myself. Mm. So the first piece is education. Mm. The second piece is getting support from the people around you. And let's be honest, a lot of people don't want to see, see you succeed. Right. So you have to make sure you surround yourself by the right people in this business that will help build you up and help you succeed. It's, it's a mental game. Yeah. And if you're not getting that... It's not always friends and family. That's the first thing I tell anyone who's thinking about joining my team. Right. Do not expect you to become successful based off your family and friends. Yeah. They're they usually the are least, the least yeah. people that are like the people it's sad that have to say right. that. But it's, it's sad, true. but the people who have helped me build this, this business, I didn't even know them yeah. when I joined half of them. And the ones that I did, maybe I knew them a little bit. They were like an acquaintance. Mm -hmm. So that's why we always say, you know, not to prejudge, you don't know who needs this. Um, but to come back to the husband thing. It doesn't have to be like he trains my team and does so much like that. 
you don't need to be, there's so many different ways that a spouse can support. Right. You don't need to be hands-on working no. the business, but at least say, hey, listen, if this is something you're going to do, I'm going to give you, you know, 30 minutes yeah. every evening to just dedicate, yeah. you know, to your business and I'm going to take the kids out. Yes. And just working little things like that in, inside. And I think that's, that's key. That's one thing that you can tell your spouse, hey, listen, you know, give me, give me six months to just put some time and effort into this and see if it will work yeah. and see if it's something that's right for me. And all I'm asking in return is to just buy me a little bit of time you know give me those extra 30 minutes or that extra hour you know to to work with my upline and things like that and ask too like don't be afraid to ask you know when somebody wants to join our team and they're they have these these you know concerns about their husband I'm very quick to say, hey, like Dave will get on a call with him right. and he'll, you know, answer his questions and he can get a feel for it from a from a man's perspective. We just came back from convention. We were in, in Las Vegas, um, one of our favorite places to go. And we go every year, sometimes twice. <laughs> How many men do you think were in that convention for, so your, many. for your business? I'm, Compared to like when you would have first went on your first When we one. first started, it was very, I was very lucky to be surrounded by such a amazing group of women <laughs> um, but it's changed it's evolved yeah. and um it also depends on what type of network marketing business you're in because a lot of these network marketing businesses aren't just women yeah there's men as well right so the good thing is regardless of what business you're in and this is behind her boom but this is the support of anyone behind you mm-hmm. so regardless of what network marketing business you're in you have to have that support when we went to Vegas, I had a lot of women come and say, Dave, listen, we've seen you on stage a lot. You and Amanda are great. We love, we love talking to you. You're very genuine. And we speak from our heart. We tell people how we get into the business. It's not all easy. It's not yeah. all fun and games. You have to work in the business. But when there's two people, if you look around any network marketing business and you see the most successful of the people in those businesses, they either have a partner, a spouse, or an amazing team creating what the, the goal is for that individual. So when I went to Vegas, I must have had 10 women come up to me and say, listen, and this is the business we're in is predominantly women. You need to talk to my husband. He thinks I'm wasting my time. Hold on a second here. You just want a free paid vacation. You are on top of your sales. You're making $5,000 a month. Why don't you talk to your husband? He doesn't get it. Yeah. He's yeah. here. Let me have a talk him because if this doesn't impress him, yeah. we have to have additional conversations. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Right? Yeah. Well, that makes total sense. Um, you mentioned you've been on stages before and you're, you know, you're working on the team. I want to tap into that because that was one of the, the biggest reasons of bringing you on the behind her boom, because behind her boom is really to, to showcase other leaders in this industry, but also to say, this is what's behind her. What's, what's driving her business? What's getting her to the top uh, in her company? And you have played a huge role in that on the sales side of things with your sales media pro company in terms of training and providing that exclusive training to her downline. So with that, I don't want you to get into a big training, you know, spiel, but what is your, what would you say is like your top three sales tips? You've got somebody brand spanking new, you're into that onboarding with them. You're getting them kind of new to it. What what do you kind of give them for value to say this is where you start in order to succeed? So let's be honest. Network marketing, what is marketing? You have to think of what is marketing. Right. Sales. Okay. If you're not comfortable with sales, you're not a great salesperson, that doesn't mean you're not going to be successful. I would say if you're going to get involved with a business, you have to have a strong mentor. Right. The first thing you have to find is a mentor or someone who's going to bring you on and teach you the ropes. Because if you don't understand you come to this business, you will 100% fail. And the sad thing about it is, only 3% of people are super successful in network marketing. And the reason why is because people don't know the processes. 
the people who are successful understand research and development of their customers. Mm -hmm. Who am I selling to? Know your market, okay? So most people come in and they say, hey, well, what do I do now? Where do I go? Right. Settle down. Understand your company. What does your company believe in? Do you believe in your products yourself? You know, you have to research and prepare for your journey with that company. Right. What am I gonna encounter? Who are the people I need to talk to? What are some of the objections I'm gonna get with my customers? How, how does my customer make, uh, or my, my products uh, help my customers? Um, also, the one of the biggest things that people overlook with this business is not sticking to a sales plan. And everyone says, oh, Dave, you're the sales guy. You know, it's all about sales. I'm going to tell you. It is all about sales. Yes, you know, that's what we're doing. You, you, whether it's the business or the product right? you're selling. Yeah. 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 But people think, I'm just going to go on social media and I'm going to post thousands of pictures of everything I do. That's fantastic. When's the last time you drove by a billboard and didn't even look at it? When's right. the last time you were watching a TV show? I don't know if people still watch regular cable anymore, but think of the commercials. I don't want to watch that. Don't yeah. be a commercial, yeah. right? Understand your business. Understand your customers. Make sure the customers that you're bringing into your business are there for a need. It's all about need-based selling. And as long as you can solve one of their, your customers' problems or assist in one of their needs, they will continue to come back to you and be authentic. Yeah. So those are some of the big key points I would say are beneficial. But you have to have a solid sales strategy and you have to keep yourself accountable. So And, and when you're talking about a sales strategy, are you mainly dominantly on Instagram or on Facebook? Is it social media? Is it, you know, uh, having those those events in your local area and bringing people on? I just went to Starbucks. <laughs> I went to get a coffee. I started talking to a girl on the line. Hey, what are you getting to drink? Dave doesn't like to talk about it. I love it. <laughs> oh, not a But the thing is, you have to be an inviter. And to be an inviter, that's on any platform. That's face-to-face, -face, over the phone, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, whatever platform you're using, you have to be an inviter and you have to be able to have basic conversation with someone and be open. Yeah, right. That's how you bring people into your business because they come in because they feel warm and comfortable with the people they're talking to. You know, I've been doing this now for over seven years and I've reached the top of my company and I can say I have never, ever put another company down or spoke negatively about another direct sales company. I'm there, I'm showing up in a positive way. And that's the kind of people I want to attract into my business. So I think always, you know, working with your, your, you know, leading with your heart and being full, like having really good ethics and integrity is Intention. so important. Intention. Yeah, a hundred percent. So, um, you know, I think that's something that, that really like you, you know, if you're new in this industry, never talk bad about other companies. It just looks bad on you. Just stay in your lane, talk about the products you love, share the company that you love, and, and just keep moving forward that way. Um, and, Amanda, touch on, so one of the things that frustrates me as well, and Amanda's super passionate about this, but if you're gonna pour yourself into something, pour yourself into the business and make it that one business. Mm -hmm. You know, certain business, you can have multiple streams of income, that's great, but Amanda, how, how often we talk about this? <laughs> yeah, you know, you're not going to see a leader at the top of any company that has, well, a lot of them you can't, but 
you're not going to get to the top of your compensation plan if you're in five other direct sales companies. Mm-hmm. I get loving other products and it's, you know, a better deal to buy their product packs. So, you, you know, that's fine. But if you truly want to be successful, you need to pick a company and you need to just run with it. Yeah. And all of your energy needs to go into that one company. Yeah. You're not going to be successful if you were just picking at all different ones. Well, you could do if you're like, oh, how do I even choose them? Because I, I want to be a part of this company, yeah. but I'm completely obsessed. I use all their product. Yeah. Find another leader in, you know, in that other business and collaborate with them and say, hey, you know what? I'm going all in on this company yeah. and it's beauty and you go all in on wellness and you're going all in on, on makeup and together we can collaborate and we can share each other's yeah. audience and you can go on, you can promote and you can share stories and go and do lives together and provide and give each other value. And now you're not just working on your audience, you're working on their audience and their audience. And that's the beauty of network marketing because you're, you know, you don't, you don't win unless your, your team wins and, and yeah. your collaborating in, is still part of your network. It's all, you know, yeah. and that's one of the biggest things yeah. that people don't realize is, just because, and I won't lie, I mean, you look in our pantry at our house, and, you know, I don't want to throw names out there, but every day something's showing up from a different company, a different company, a different company, and my friends are like, dude, what's this? Dude, what's yeah. that? Try this, try this, try this. And yeah. I'm like, you know, um, with some of the sales stuff that I do with our team, or a lot of the sales stuff, I have people from other network marketing companies come to me and say, how are you being successful in your company? And as soon as I start talking to them, and, you know, what are you doing? They want the training too. They want the training. Yeah. Again, they, you have to have the processes yeah. in place. You have to have a strategy and you have to collaborate with the right people in order to grow your network. Yeah. And when you say network marketing, multi-level marketing, the only way you're going to build or grow is if you collaborate with other people. Yeah. And it's good to know, like, you know, we talk about research, preparing research. Mm-hmm. If you're going to pick an, an, an MLM to stick with, prepare and research yeah what is it about this company that i like yeah what are they doing that's great are their products consumable yeah you know if there's things that you believe in like for us like we lead with gratitude and we do a lot of things giving back you know that's we're sustainable like things like that does that matter to you like really dig deep into your company and what they offer take some time and build yourself and this is part of the my whole sales thing but take the customer that you are as an individual. Right. Identify where you live, who you are, your age group, the things that matter to you, when you grew up, what's important. Mm-hmm. Find out what your company has in relation to who you are as an individual, and that's the company you should be with because that's where you're going to be passionate. That's where you're going to grow. Am I passionate about uh, selling the products that um, you know, we sell? My, I'm, I'm here to assist my wife. I understand the business. I understand the compensation plan. Yes. I understand how that works. So yeah, I think that's ultimately what you want to do. You want to find the company that best resembles who you are as a consumer okay. and how you can promote that. Again, that, that becomes the most natural. Like yeah. you can't yeah. go and promote and be excited about something that you're not really using or you wouldn't use or yeah. you don't really believe in or you wouldn't buy yourself. But if you use it and and you can be a testimonial to that and yeah. you can say, oh my God, like I dropped 20 pounds or oh my God, my hair is amazing or look at my skin. You're so obsessed with that. It's kind of like, you know, the seasonal lattes at Starbucks, yeah, right? And, yeah. and the, you know, the caramel macchiato crunch comes in or whatever Christmas time. And uh, you're just like, oh my God, it's, you know, my holiday drink. You're on like social media. You're yeah. talking about it. You're promoting yeah. it. You're not paying so, you. No, not, not paying you. you. <laughs> no, not, not paying you to talk about I think, it. I Candy think, cane latte. That's what it was. Yeah. 
I think it's a stardust episode now that we want it. But um, I really think in order for people to be successful in this business, um, I watched my wife struggle. I watched her excel. I've watched her hit the dips and the highs, mm -hmm. and it's not easy. But you have to focus on what your company's doing. And let's be honest, right now, no matter what company you're in, we are going through some really shitty financial times globally. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things that are external factors that are playing a huge role in people's uh, spending habits. Yeah, yeah. Again, you- It's in, not the time to quit. No, in your, no. Sales, in your sales plan and your sales strategy, you have to basically identify your customers who have the need and you have to understand that everyone's gonna have different income levels, everyone's gonna have different uh, you know, transactions they can purchase. Identify your customers' needs. Once you can do that, it doesn't matter what's happening in, yeah. in, the, you know, in the world because mm -hmm. if people have a need, they will actually make the purchases for your, for your products. 100%, my yeah. last customer had an, an issue that I knew I could solve with my product. Got him on the phone, talked to him about it. He didn't even ask me how much it was. He's a customer. Yeah. You know why? Because I identified his need. Yeah. Okay. Where a lot of the time you're trying to, you know, people. There's a sale. You just, yeah. It is, right. There's no value behind that, or there's no. Yeah. How is that going to help me? How does that serve me? Yeah. I think that that's a huge part of network marketing when it comes to people that are brand spanking new into it, and like you said, that don't have that proper training, is getting in and getting excited. And of course, if there was a company that is dropping these sales, it's like they get so excited about being able to offer a promotion that they yeah. forget if the whole reason behind the product and what it can do to their avatar. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, 25% off, you know, yes. don't worry about it. Get this, get that. Yeah. And people are not so loose with their wallets, of course, you know, since the recession and everything, they're holding on to that a little bit tighter. So if it doesn't give me value, it's not going to change my life. How's it going to impact me? Yeah. Why am I going to pay for it? You need to take it a step further and give them a reason why. Um, I think that's fantastic. And I know Sales Media Pro offers some amazing training. That's what, uh, what you'll be promoting and you're in, this, in the midst right now of building out a whole sales media pro course you're going to well, be promoting a whole course will be available yeah. from the whole um transparency of setting up uh your own network marketing company how to go into the network marketing business um educate yourself on it so you understand it's not a pyramid scheme right um it's an actual it's, it's, a, it's a way to make money yeah. legally um <laughs> and you can do it through uh your, your network through promoting socially and finding the products and services that you want right. uh that you can promote yourself from home and not having to drive an hour to get to your office That's or whatever. Really yeah. um, and on top of that, you know, we always say a good sales strategy is going to make a successful uh, salesperson mm -hmm. and business. So yeah, it's really important that people look into, into well, you know, right now it's a, it, like they said, it's a dark time. We're heading into a recession. We're, you know, coming out of a pandemic. People are looking for community. They're looking to be a part of something. Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind when you're showing up on your social media every day, be that light, show up, like it with intention, yeah. be positive. I don't go on there and with any negativity. Okay. Come, people come to my page. They follow me. They're going to, they're going to laugh. They're going to see my dog. They're going to see travel, maybe some drinks. We're going to have fun. Yeah. Okay. That's what it's all about. I'm not shitting on companies. I'm not being negative about this or complaining about that. What you put up there is what you're going to attract. So keep right. that in mind, right? People are looking for something more. Be that something more yeah. for them. Identify your customer's needs through... Yeah you know, conversation. Yeah. When you talk about how you're going to develop your team, how you're going to build a team that's going to stick around, you stick around with your team. 
you're a leader, you show up, they will show up as well. We'll The minute you stop showing up, the minute you stop being a leader, the minute you have any negative thoughts in your mind, they're going to feel it, they're going to see it. Surround yourself by people who are just like you. Don't spend all your energy and all your time trying to build this fake person on social media. A lot of people do. It's a lot easier to be authentic and all fancy and dress up and show this imagery (laughs) because you know the happiest people in life are simple people the people who have the least amount of stress in their life are the ones who simplify things and what better way to do it is surround yourself by people who are just like you not everyone's going to like you amber not everyone's going to like you amanda and i know not everyone's going to like me but that's okay. I have people out there who do, and yeah. that's my tribe. That's, that's your community, my exactly. Yeah. So speaking of your tribe, your community, where can people find you? Where can they follow you? So you can find me on Instagram at the Amanda Barrett or Amanda Barrett Jackson on Facebook. Perfect. And with me, you can find me. Don't you have like twelve accounts? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which one is it? Jane? We do have we do have sales media pro, which we've been doing a lot more uh, posting, a lot more happening here. And there's going to be some affiliation with uh, AK Social House behind uh, behind her boom yeah. and some other thing that's happening. But you can also fo- follow me on I Cook, She Drinks. Um, I I, that's a whole that. other podcast. That's a whole other product, that. whole other podcast. <laughs> if you like food and you want to see some stupid people doing some stupid things with food and traveling, and then follow drinks. us. And yeah. some drinks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's YouTube on YouTube, show. right? Yeah. I Cook, She Drinks is on YouTube. On YouTube yeah. and Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you guys. Thank you so much. I'm, you know, for flying all the way from Nova Scotia to come. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. for this, yeah. not to visit my sister and no, my nephew and my niece. And, no. uh, thanks so much, guys. Until next time, this is your host Amber on Behind Her Boom podcast, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for having us, Amber. Bye.